Welcome back to the Podcast Cafe podcast. I'm your host, Kavya, and I'm super excited to have you all back here for episode 27 of the podcast. I'm very, very, very excited to talk about this week's topic because it's a little bit different for me. However, I think it's really essential for two different reasons. Number one, to get to know me a little bit better, and number two, to kind of explain what direction I would love to see this podcast go in. So two really important topics and kind of points of this episode, but I'm very excited to kind of talk about a little something different on the podcast because I think it'll be just really, really fun to kind of go in a new direction. So I'm heavily looking forward to that and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. But before we get into what I'm going to be talking about, of course, I'm going to turn your attention to that follow button. Please hit it. Turn on the notification bell. You will be notified every time I upload a new episode um, and you will kind of get to see what I'm talking about each week, which will be very exciting um, as I'm hoping to broaden my content as this podcast continues to grow with me and this brand continues to grow with me. So please do that. Um, Also feel more than free to check out the bio. There's a lot of really fun links in the link tree. You'll get linked to my Instagram, my Twitter, my TikTok, um, and Twitter is the best place to reach me in terms of DMs. You are always more than welcome as listeners to DM me on Twitter. I always reply to DMs. I love talking to people. I make a lot of friends on Twitter. So please feel free to reach out and provide either suggestions as to something you would love for me to talk about on the podcast, or if you just want to chat movies or whatever it is. The whole point of me creating this podcast was to spark interaction. So I would absolutely love to interact with you guys. So please feel free to do that. Um, there is also links to my letterbox, which is the best way to kind of see what movies I keep up with. You'll kind of get a good idea of what I'm into, um, TV shows for TV time. Um, best way to know what I'm watching in real time, know what I'm keeping up with, know what I'm up to date on, know what I've already seen. And of course my Goodreads, the best way to know what I'm reading in real time, because I'm a huge reader and kind of looking at those three, um, different quote unquote social media platforms will give you the best idea as to what I like. So if you want to provide suggestions, because you see it's not on my TBR, my watch list, you are more than welcome to suggest them to me. I'm always open to new suggestions and consuming different forms of media to talk about on the podcast or just to kind of at least have seen or consumed. So please, please, please feel free to DM me, to talk to me. I absolutely love all of that kind of stuff. And that's what I want to do with this podcast. So without further ado, let's talk about what I'm doing this week for the podcast because it is a little bit different. So I have titled this episode, Let's Talk About Entertainment. And kind of what I mean by that is I want to talk to you guys about a little bit more of where my interests are. I've noticed kind of when you look at the structure of my podcast and how it is structured, how it is organized, you kind of see each week I talk about what's new in the TV show world, try to keep up with all of the new TV show content, which I literally love. That is definitely my shit, like absolutely so, and I'm going to continue to do that. Um, So that's kind of the main structure. So I would love to kind of expand on that a little bit more and 
talk to you guys about all kinds of entertainment and be able to expand myself a little bit more to talk about those things because I think that would be a lot of fun and I would have a great time engaging in that kind of stuff. So I have essentially split this episode, I guess you could say, into five different categories. Category one is TV shows, category two is movies, category three is books, category four is music, and category five is a very general, broad kind of discussion of pop culture. So five categories I'm going to touch on, kind of give you my overall consensus on where I stand with those things, what I like about them, what I like in them, and hopefully this will give you a better idea of things I could be talking about in the podcast in the upcoming episodes and things that I would love to talk to you guys about. I would also like to talk to you guys at the end about the trajectory of this podcast and where I would love to see myself end up and kind of the direction I want to go with this brand because I want to create this into a brand and I want this to be a very prominent thing for me. So that is very important for me to discuss with you guys um, and I'm very much looking forward to that and I think this episode is so necessary to kind of hit on those points and to talk about those different things um, so I can kind of do this one for myself to know where I want to go and know what I want this brand to be. And number two, for you guys, it's a great way for you guys to get to know me a little bit more and a little bit better. Um, So I'm very much looking forward to that. So yeah, let's start with category one then, which is TV shows. So as you could kind of tell by this podcast, TV shows are definitely my personal favorite form of media. Um, It's my just (laughs) my favorite form of media that I love to consume. I think with TV shows, what's really interesting about them is that it provides the most area for, I guess, creative liberties to be taken. I think writers have a lot more creative freedom when it comes to TV shows because TV shows tend to be longer running for the most part, you know? Like, you can run on for seasons upon seasons. Grey's Anatomy is on season 18. Degrassi has multiple iterations. Um... You know, and then there's ones that aren't necessarily 18 seasons, but One Tree Hill has nine seasons. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is seven. Um, Even other shows like The Vampire Diaries is eight and Gossip Girl is six. Like that's quite a lot of time. And I think what that really allows for is it allows for your characters and for your ships and your friendships and your plots to develop a lot more depth. Um, a lot more can be expanded on within those time frames and allows for the most natural development possible, which isn't always 100% the case in other forms of media. I think TV shows definitely allow for the broad, in the broadest sense for you to cover the most areas of content and to really establish who your characters are, what your main plot points are, what you want to go for, um, the ships you want to develop, and all of that. It really allows for development to take place and to seem the most natural. Holly Jason Clare from Degrassi, for example, is one of my favorite forms of character development because it's very natural. You don't even notice that it's happening. Or Brooke Davis from One Tree Hill. The character she is in season one is unrecognizable compared to the character she is in season nine. And that development is very natural because, number one, you you see her go through so many hardships. Number two she's a teenager in season one and she's very much an adult with her own business in season nine. So a lot of the forms of progression are very natural and you get to see these characters grow a lot and relationships expand. In terms of the relationship department, you kind of see how characters are able to shift and change and slow burns really occur. Um, A great example of this is Jackie and Hyde from that 70s show. 
you can't necessarily see that being a thing in season one, but like, where are we in season five? You know, it really allows for natural development and for you to get the best expansion of these different kinds of characters. So when it comes to genres of TV, I am very, very open with TV shows. I love everything TV related, always here for it, always willing to try new TV shows. Um, my two main genres of TV that I consume on a regular basis are dramas and sitcoms. In the dramas, that includes both teen dramas and adult dramas, and then sitcoms is just sitcoms. I absolutely freaking love both of those things. I think when it comes to drama, I can sit through seasons upon seasons of soapy content. I just think it allows for so many storylines to take place and I don't really care if everyone dates everyone like I'm having fun I personally have always really really enjoyed dramas and everything that they provide I guess you could say and then with sitcoms it's a very easy watch for me they're very funny um, I love kind of the styles of sitcoms it's a very easy watch and I always try to watch one drama and one sitcom at simultaneously that are both older ones of course whatever is new obviously I keep I just keep up with it on a weekly basis or whenever it airs but for the most part for old shows when consuming older things that have already ended I try to watch drama and a sitcom at the same time to kind of provide that balance for myself um, and it just kind of helps me get through two shows at the same time and I'm just basically getting through more I guess you could say so when it comes to my all-time favorite TV shows, I'm going to kind of give you my top dramas and then my top TV shows. Uh, and this is just me kind of saying this, but it really, really depends. Um, I love all dramas. So just because a drama or a sitcom is not on this list doesn't mean I haven't seen it or love it, because I literally do. These are just my top ones. So my top dramas would have to be Buffy the Vampire Slayer, This Is Us, Gilmore Girls, The O.C., One Tree Hill, Dawson's Creek, Degrassi, Grey's Anatomy, Friday Night Lights, Veronica Mars, Charmed, Smallville, and Chuck, oh, and Greek. Yes. So that's a lot. That is a lot. Um, but kind of just quickly explaining why Buffy the Vampire Slayer is my all-time favorite TV show and Buffy Summers is my all-time favorite character. Enough said. This Is Us, I think, is one of the most well-crafted, well-done TV shows of all time. I think it's so beautiful, and I think the way that they write time on that show is so excellent. Um, the OC. I absolutely love The OC. I think the core four on The OC and the friendships on The OC are definitely the best friendships that we have on TV. I think that it's just so well-presented, and I love all the characters. Like, genuinely love every single character on The OC, which is rare. Um, Gilmore Girls, my controversial opinion is that I love both the Gilmore Girls. I love Lorelai and Rory. Um, everything about this show is so comfort to me, and this is my ultimate comfort show. I rewatch episodes consistently and just always feel great watching them. One Tree Hill, this is kind of a weird one because there's a lot of parts of One Tree Hill that I do not like, and I'm like, Ugh, I'm tired of it, move on, do not care. However, One Tree Hill overall still holds so many great memories for me that I'm always like, yes, I want to watch One Tree Hill. I love One Tree Hill. I love Brooke Davis. Dawson's Creek, another very comfort show for me. It's definitely a no plot, just vibes kind of show, but everything about it is just so homey and it's so fun to watch. And you really get to watch these characters grow, which like I said, is my favorite part about TV shows. And Dawson's Creek is definitely a very character centric kind of show. 
Degrassi. I've already talked about Degrassi on this podcast before, so I'm going to kind of graze over it. Um, If you listen to that episode, you know why I like Degrassi. I love how effortlessly characters are cycled in and how we still care about all the new characters and all the problems that they're going through regardless of if they're an OG or not. Grey's Anatomy, similar to kind of Degrassi, I love how they cycle in new characters and get us to care about them. And a lot of people, I guess, mock Grey's Anatomy or say it goes on too long, but most of the people who do have not even seen it. And I definitely never expected myself to watch Grey's Anatomy, much less like it. Um, But I absolutely fell in love with the show and everything about it. And I think they do such a good job with all the little things and making all the small things just memorable. Friday Night Lights, I think, is hands down the best written teen drama about teenagers um, because I just think everything about it is so well written. I love the filming style. I love the style of writing. It's very different. There's not a show like it, um, and it's definitely the best sports drama. (laughs) Veronica Mars. um, I love a good mystery. Um, Veronica and Logan, so cute. I love everything about Veronica Mars. I think they covered a lot of really tough topics for the time that it was airing, and I think Everything the show was able to accomplish was so great, and I wish it went on longer. Charmed, um, I kind of think of this as like Buffy's sister show. Absolutely love Charmed. I love the Hallowell sisters. I love everything about it. And Charmed is such a fun show for me because a lot of the episodes are episodic, so it's really fun to kind of just be able to like pick up and be like, yes, I want to watch this one and whatnot. It's so easy to revisit episodes of Charmed. Smallville, again, another really easy one to kind of discuss why I like. Um, I love the ship from Smallville. Clovis is my all-time favorite TV ship or ship overall, so love Smallville. Uh, That's enough reason to love it, basically. Chuck uh, didn't expect to watch it, and then I watched it, and oh my gosh, absolutely love it. I think it's so good. Chuck and Sarah, amazing. Please go watch Chuck if you haven't. And then Greek. Greek is probably my most underrated show of all time. It's literally a college show. We don't have enough college shows out there. So please, if you've not seen Greek, go watch Greek. Like, oh my gosh, that is a TV show. Like, that is so freaking good. Okay, so that's kind of my thoughts on dramas. And so my all-time favorite sitcoms, which is definitely less, but still, I have, because with sitcoms, I feel like they're all kind of on the same playing field for me. Like, I love, I've loved every sitcom I've watched. So I'm just going to kind of give you my top sitcoms and then we'll move on because everything else that I've seen, I love. So my top sitcoms are Boy Meets World, New Girl, uh, Modern Family, How I Met Your Mother, and That 70s Show. So let's go through that. So Boy Meets World, um, Sean Hunter. Sean Hunter. um, Also, I like grew up watching Boy Meets World, so I have the most attachment to it. I love Sean Hunter. I love all the characters. I think it's so funny, and I love all the cute little life lessons, so I love it. It's just such a warm one for me. New Girl. I think New Girl is just the funniest thing ever. I love all the characters in New Girl. I love all the friendships. I love the ships. Um, And I think everything about New Girl is so good and it's so funny. And I think it's like the funniest sitcom. Uh, Modern Family. I love family-based sitcoms. I mean, that's really all I can say. Phil Dunphy is like the best sitcom man ever. Absolutely love that man. He is so funny. The Dunphy family is my favorite family dynamic out of the three families, but I love whenever they're all together. Such a good show, such a funny show. How I Met Your Mother, Robin and Barney. There you go. That is the reason. (laughs) They are the best sitcom ship of all time. So I absolutely love it. I love the concept of How I Met Your Mother, and I just have like such a fun time revisiting that show. And then finally, that 70s show. Again, there's just a lot of attachment to that 70s show because it was one of the first sitcoms I ever just binged all the way through besides Boy Meets World. So just on that 
front. I absolutely love it. I love all the characters. I love Jackie and Eric. They're my two favorite characters from that 70s show. Um, and then I love Jackie and Hyde, of course, as a ship. So everything about it, love it. And I love the style of that 70s show. It's very different. And I personally am a huge fan of that style. So yeah, so that's kind of what I feel about those things. Um, in terms of reality TV, again, I absolutely love reality TV. It's a huge TV genre that I love to consume. My top two reality shows are Big Brother and Survivor, which are more game style, but I consume all forms of reality TV, not just Big Brother, Survivor, The Challenge, The Amazing Race, that side of it. I also loved things like Real Housewives type stuff, um, Dance Moms, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, all that fun stuff. I kind of consume everything when it comes to reality TV shows. And then I watch, of course, like Dancing with the Stars and... Um, the voice and all that good stuff. So I love everything in that department. Um, and then of course, when it comes to kids shows, I love to say that I'm very brushed up on my kids shows and I'm like very up to date and having seen all of them. So I genuinely wholeheartedly have seen every Disney show and every Nickelodeon show, um, every random other show that's a kid's show that didn't necessarily air on one of those networks um, and examples of I have of that are things like um, My Babysitter's a Vampire, H2O Just Add Water, Life with Derek, uh, you know there's a lot of examples of that basically but I've kind of seen everything in this area and I have to say my all-time favorite Nickelodeon shows my top two are definitely or top three sorry is Zoe 101, Victorious, and Drake and Josh like without a doubt, my top three Nickelodeon shows. And then my top three Disney Channel shows, it gets a little harder because I'm definitely more of a Disney person. Um, number one has to be Hannah Montana because I like, oh my gosh, that defined my entire life. Lizzie McGuire, again, this one's kind of an oddball in there because it's kind of a little bit past my time um, or I'm past its time. I guess, because Lizzie McGuire was kind of airing right before I was born. But Lizzie McGuire is like the most relatable Disney character to me. So I have to put her here. And then the sweet life stuff. And of course, it's a little controversial that I didn't throw Wizards Away Really Place in there. But if we were to expand it to a top five, Wizards Away Really Place for sure. And then Sweet Life, I kind of combine Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and Sweet Life on Deck when I say this. But Sweet Life of Zack and Cody is definitely my preference between the two. So yes, I heavily still consume the kids shows. Um... And, oh, I didn't even mention with reality TV shows, I also love the whole concept of dating shows and finding love shows. So I definitely am a huge Bachelor Nation fan, Love Island fan, whatever you like to say. And then with streaming service originals, um, as you can definitely, definitely tell from um, the style of this podcast uh i talk about what's new and the easiest way to talk about what's new is with streaming service originals because that's kind of what's always new so i always keep up with streaming service shows i love to do that because i think it's the best way to know what's new and this is kind of the stuff that tends to blow up and get really really popular um so i will watch pretty much everything that's new so i watch all the new marvel stuff of course because i'm a huge marvel fan so everything that kind of comes out on disney plus i've been consuming all of that i love all the reboots of old shows, kind of like the Gossip Girl reboot. I'm going to watch the Pretty Little Liars one. I watch High School Musical, the musical, the series. Um, there's just so many. And then I watch pretty much everything that's popular. So I've Stranger Things, Euphoria. I've seen like 13 Reasons Why, Sex Education, Emily in Paris, Outer Banks, Bridgerton, you know, 
everything, everything, literally everything that you can. I'm like, give it to me. Let me watch it. So I love to keep up with everything that's new. And that's kind of where I stand with TV shows. I'll watch everything. I'll watch anything. I also love crime shows, mystery shows. Um, I was a huge fan of like Criminal Minds and stuff. So all that good stuff. I like everything when it comes to TV. All right. That was long. So let's move on to category two, which is movies. Similar to TV shows, I consume all kinds of genres when it comes to movies. Um, I love action stuff. I love Marvel. I love superhero stuff. I love high speed chase type things. Very fun. I absolutely enjoy them. Um, I love um, horror movies, actually, which is kind of like a weird one for me because I feel like it's kind of a hit or miss with people. Like they either love horror movies or they hate horror movies. I personally love horror movies. I think they're so fun. Like I do not give a fuck. I think they are so fun and it's so fun to be scared. Like I won't watch horror movies consistently. Like I will not watch a horror movie night after night after night. However, 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 I will definitely like pick up a few horror movies and be like, yes, this month I need to get through these three, like at some point. And like, that's it. And I love to watch them with people because it's so fun to like scream and get scared and like, oh, I love it. So yeah, that's kind of my thoughts with uh, horror movies. And then my all-time favorite genre when it comes to movies is without a doubt the rom-com, romance, and coming-of-age genres. Like, hands down for sure. With romance, I'd say my all-time favorite romance movie, I can't even call it a rom-com, so I'm just gonna call it like a romance. Oh, and when I say rom-com, I also throw chick flicks into there. Sorry just have to throw that out there as well. So chick flicks, rom-coms, romance, coming of age. Oh, that is like my main shit. So very much so. And I tried to like, I literally have this ultimate rom-com chick flick coming of age romance movie list. And I have to get through all these movies. They're all mix of classics and new stuff that I'm just like, I need to watch all this. Like I need to, I need to, I need to. There is no, (laughs) there's no way to get around it. So absolutely love all of that good stuff. Um, My all-time favorite romance movie that I can't really call a rom-com is definitely Love, Rosie. I think it's literally the best one, and even though I hate the trope, childhood best friends to lovers, um, I love Love, Rosie, and Rosie and Alex are, like, my favorite movie ship, so let's go, yeah. And I also love dystopian stuff, by the way, like Hunger Games type stuff, which I didn't mention, but I kind of assumed that would fall into the more, um, like, action side of it but in case that wasn't clear and then when it comes to rom-coms chick flicks i absolutely love everything that falls into that category um you know very much big fan of like she's all that mean girls legally blonde 10 things i hate about you i could kind of go on and on in this category i also love my good movie musicals i love mamma mia high school musical literally everything that falls here the greatest showman everything. And then of course, my coming of age. I love Perks of Being a Wallflower and all those kinds of movies. I think they're so beautiful and so well written. And then of course, I have to have that slight dose of kind of the filmy films that kind of people on like film Twitter like. I try to get a good dose of those things as well to at least just have conversations about them because I think in the field that I'm interested in, it's important to know those things and to be very film critique-ish. So I try to consume those as well and kind of have a try to have a good sense of those kinds of movies. So I definitely um, watch those as well and try to consume 
that side of media as well. And as of course, as well as just the classics, which are very um, old type movies as well, because I think that those are also important to watch. All right, so let's move on to category three, which is books. So like I said, I'm a huge reader. I love books. I think that they are so fun. I get through books very quickly when I start. I think I get through the first like two or three chapters of books very slowly, always, even if I know it's gonna be a good book. Chapters one, two, and three, I read very slow. And very slow, I mean like I'll still get through it like in a span of like less than an hour, obviously, because it won't take me long necessarily. I just won't be into it. But as soon as I get past chapter three, I will zoom through the rest of the book and it'll be done. I get through books very fast because I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of reading. My all-time favorite author is Colleen Hoover. I love her style of writing and I just love the way she writes. Um, I really appreciate that kind of writing and I love how she's able to kind of touch on different sides of this wide spectrum genre. What I mean by that is on one end of the spectrum, you have books that she writes like It Ends With Us and All Your Perfects and Ugly Love and all that good stuff. Great books, amazing books, three of my favorite books by her. But then on the complete flip side of it, you have my all-time favorite book by her, which is Verity, which is so different. It's more thriller style, it's scary, it's creepy, it's insane the plot twists are crazy it's a weird introspective weird book like uh it's like mentally numbing like i wanted to throw up reading that book in the best way possible so i love how she's able to kind of touch on these opposite ends of this very massive genre and i love how she's kind of able to go from the more sweet sides of loves to the ugly sides of love to the creepy sides of love so i love the way she writes I also love everything that Taylor Jenkins Reid has been writing. I'm a huge fan of Daisy Jones and the Six and the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo and um, Malibu Rising and pretty much everything that she writes as well. And I've just really have been enjoying so many different books lately. I've been obsessed with these violent delights recently. Um, so just a lot of different books that I just find so appealing. And I say, again, my main genre of books kind of falls very similar to my main genres of TV shows and movies. Like I love the very YA type stuff, um, but I also love dystopian things and fantasy and action and mystery and all that good stuff. But I will always love you know, my romance and my YA stuff, but I love when these things intertwine and they're able to talk about a lot of different things. So I really enjoy that. And I think that authors can be so creative when it comes to books and it can be so great. Like one big example of this that I have is the Bridgerton books. Um, like, I think it's such a fun concept that each book is about a different Bridgerton sibling and it's kind of how it's going to correspond with the Netflix show. And I think it's so fun because you can kind of change the style of your writing so completely from book to book. Uh, and that's why I brought up the Bridgerton books, because they're all styled so differently. And I think that that's so fun. And with authors, e each book, it's not the same. You can't kind of move from a book to book and say that they're all very similar, like how you can with TV shows and movies. I think that they're all so stylistically different in 
that authors can take such unique approaches and anyone can just write a book, you know, not anyone can just make a movie or I mean, you can, but you can't, you know what I mean? Like, but anyone can kind of say, I want to get my book published and work towards that more effortless, not effortlessly, but they can kind of make that happen. So you get to just read from so many different perspectives, which I absolutely love. All right, category four, we have music. So, ah, uh, music. I haven't talked about music much on this podcast, and I'm such a music person. So for those of you who don't know, like, I've been heavily involved in theater. I definitely do not perform as much anymore or really at all anymore. So I don't know why I said as much. Like, I don't perform anymore. However, I'm still heavily involved in theater in whatever capacity I can try to get involved in theater. Um, so I'm a huge musicals person, and I did and I did used to perform. So I love musicals. Ha huge parts of my playlists and what I'm listening to are always musicals. I love my good Broadway soundtracks. Always have those playing. Love them. I love the Broadway adaptation of literally everything. I wish I could see a Broadway show every night. Literally can't, but you know what I mean. Like, I absolutely love it. Um, I think that Broadway music is so good. So kind of getting that out of the way first. And then when it comes to genres of music, I'm very open. I listen to pretty much everything except for hardcore rap and hardcore country. I listen to everything else besides that. So like I said, I love show tunes. And then I'll listen to cast recordings and stuff like that. I'll listen to pop. I'll listen to indie. Um, I'll listen to alternative. I'll listen to hip hop. I'll listen to um, R&B. I'll listen to, oh gosh, what else exists? I'll listen to literally different styles of rock and all that kind of stuff. And I think the only genre that I just will not touch is heavy rap or extreme country like I do like country music some country music like Taylor Swift early music I happily listen to that and other artists that are similar I will definitely definitely listen to that but it's not everyone like I <laughs> can't get into all country and same with and I guess I can't get into heavy metal either but other than that I'm very open with music and I love to listen to all kinds of music and listen to all kinds of artists as it's been made so clear on this podcast Taylor Swift is my all-time favorite artist I love everything about her my all-time favorite Taylor Swift album is Red Sorry Not Sorry I love a good heartbreak album i think it's so good and individually i love the most songs from red so definitely for me that was like a big one i was so excited for red to come out um because i was like yes this is it this is it for me i love red so red is a big one for me i also love speak now because it's the first taylor swift album that i really remember standing um and it was the first one i remember staying up like late at night getting ready to listen. And I know I did the same with Fearless as well. And then not the same with Debut because I was a little bit young, but with Fearless. But Speak Now, I have those very vivid memories of doing that. So I have a huge attachment to Speak Now. So Speak Now in Red. And then of course, I love Folklore is my third as well. I think it's so good. But I love every album by her. I think she's just the most incredible artist ever. So she's definitely my favorite. Um, and I also love Harry Styles. Oh, I was the biggest One Direction stan growing up, and I can't even say was because I still, to a certain degree, am. I just won't talk about them all the time, but I still am very much obsessed with them, so 
there's that. Now you know. <laughs> so like I said, when it comes to music, I'm very open. Those are definitely my two favorite artists. But other than that, I listen to literally everyone. And I'm not even kidding when I say literally everyone. I listen to everyone, especially just people that are like, you know, popular in those different genres that I did mention. Yeah, of course I'll listen. And I always love to listen to new albums because I love to know what's new in the world of music. So there's that as well. So yeah, there it is. I love music. Finally, category five is a very general broad look at pop culture. So let me do that. The reason I did this is because I kind of wanted to explain where I stand with pop culture. So I'm a huge pop culture fanatic. Um, and this is when it comes to literally like the truest sense pop culture, what's going on in pop culture with celebrities, etc. I definitely keep up with those things heavily. Um, I consistently keep up with them, whether I want to or not. It's naturally on my Twitter feed. Um, I follow certain Instagram accounts that'll do those things. I used to watch those rundowns that people would post on YouTube. So heavily still into pop culture. And the reason I bring it up is because I kind of wanted to talk about my love for Timothy Chalamet. No, I'm just kidding. I just wanted to mention that. I love Timothy Chalamet. I wanted to mention it because this kind of goes directly into the last thing I wanted to discuss on my podcast. So category five kind of blends into my ending, basically, which is the direction of this podcast. So I would love to kind of see my podcast be able to talk about pop culture-y things more. And I kind of want to see how I can do that because I don't want to make this a rundown type of podcast. Like, I don't want to just recap what happened in a week in the world of pop culture. Definitely not. I just want to see how I can incorporate pop culture things more into this podcast and make it a more prominent part of the podcast, whether that's just running a couple things down at the beginning of episodes or kind of just taking huge major events or a couple major events and kind of cycling those things out every once in a while. Because I think that would be a great way to spark that kind of engagement and do that kind of thing. So, I would love that and I would love to start doing that more on the podcast. I would also love to start talking about some books on here and some movies on here and I would need to kind of gauge a little bit more as to what I can do with that because I don't necessarily keep up with new books. Like I'm just consistently reading what I feel like. So I'd kind of have to see how I'd want to go about that. Maybe doing those monthly reading recaps and kind of letting you guys know what I've read over the month. That could be a possibility. I think. But yeah, kind of the trajectory with this podcast is I would love to be able to talk about those more broad topics and talk about other areas of pop culture. And sometimes I'd like to talk about really chill things. Like I would love to come on this podcast and just talk about mental health, or I'd love to just talk about teenager things. Like I'm 19, I'm turning 20 in December. So I don't have that much left, much time left being a teenager. But teenager slash young adult things. Like I want to talk about that stuff. I want to like do a little advice things with a mix of pop culture because I feel like that's the best combination I could possibly have since they're so intertwined because that's literally my life. So I'd love to do that. I would also love to create a blog at some point and do things like that. I would love to expand my TikTok even more to foster more engagement. That YouTube channel is still something I would love to do maybe this summer. So I don't know. There's just so much I want to do with this podcast and I hope this episode kind of gave you a greater view as to the things I like and what I like about those different things because that'll kind of help provide me with the easiest transition into talking about some new things on the podcast as well as 
being able to expand my brand and maybe I'll focus more heavily on one of these things on the blog or something. So it kind of just gives you a good idea as to how I want to expand my content and that I literally love so many aspects of pop culture and I just want to talk about everything and talk to you guys more and expand this brand. So yeah, that kind of brings me right to the end. I'm so glad I was able to sit down and do this episode. We'll kind of be back to the more um, normal format next week with hopefully slowly soon starting to expand a little bit more and go through these other avenues that I was talking about. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to this little bit of a different episode. I hope you enjoyed and I hope you guys are looking forward to the next steps and all that kind of stuff as much as I am, because I'm really excited and I think it's going to be really great for me. So yeah, thanks again for listening. I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day or night, whatever time it is you're listening to this. And yeah, so until next time. Bye, everyone.